0: Hey, guys. So today you and I are going to talk about bottlenecks in society and the computer revolution. So let's get into it. So the question in question was, Frederick, what, from your perspective, is required to happen in order for the real computer revolution to start? And the short answer is, if this is not the computer revolution, I would say that manufacturing needs to be digitalized. Let me explain. So this was a little bit of a strange question because we are in what we call the IT age and data today is worth more than gold. If you know the sort of things that Google and Facebook and these companies know, well then the information that you have in your databases are actually worth more than gold and that to me is a pretty significant thing. If you think about it, the most successful companies, the Fortune 500 companies, most of them are digital companies, like the top tier. They are all IT product product companies of some sort. And that, for me at the very least, is a pretty big revolution, but I'm assuming that this person is talking about for the common man, or the common woman, the common person, let's call it that, to be all gender neutral and politically correct, which is a big thing for me. So if that's what we're talking about, well, then we should probably take it one further and say, okay, at what point are we going to call this a revolution? Well, to me, a revolution apart from what we have today would be that pretty much everybody has a skill related to programming or pretty much everybody is depending on programming in some fashion or computers in some fashion to do pretty much everything. And if you depending on how you, how you look at it, that's already happening today. It, there is pretty much no process today that you are part of that is not connected to a computer. Most of the society that we have today only works because there is a database somewhere storing the information. If we rec- re- do, delete your records from a data from the right database you don't exist anymore and th- to me like you are already like every single person is controlled literally by a computer but the one thing that is lacking in my in, in opinion from society for us to say that well pretty much the whole world is controlled and run by computers is the manufacturing process of um, uh, of goods and, ser- uh, well, and services, but goods at the very least. What I mean by that is that one of the biggest threats to our society and one of the potent- potentially most important innovation- uh, innovations that has happened in, well, since the computer is the 3D printer. Now, the reason why I say this is because this is a machine that has the ability to produce goods for us. And in effect, that challenges a fundamental part of our society, and that is the fact that you don't have the ability to do everything yourself. Our entire system, our entire market is based on that idea. And it goes back to since the dawn of man. the the trading of goods and services has always been depending on the fact that I, as an individual human being, can't do everything I need or make everything I need myself. So I need to make a surplus of the things that I'm good at making and you make a surplus of the things that you are good at at making. And then if we can come to an agreement, we can trade and that's, that's a, it's a fundamental part of our society. But with the 3D printer, inter, we introduce a new, something new. The computers have already made it possible for us to go from, well, fairly, like, to make education, like the internet, as an example, has enabled more people to be educated than ever, ever possible before at an almost no existing, I guess, at the lowest his cost historically. It's never been cheaper to be to get smart or get educated than it has today there's never been been a better situation for a, a, a human to learn things than there is today but the 3d 3d printer introduces an opportunity for that to happen with manufacturing and that's a very interesting thing but it's also a very dangerous thing I believe that if you, we were to make um, 3D printers evolved to a point where they're extremely accessible, affordable, and very customizable, and they can pretty much with the right set of coding tools or develop, uh, development tools for different models and different goods. Well, the next generation of them, if they actually have that flexibility, well, in theory, they should be able to produce most of the things that you have in your life, most of the things. And then the only thing that actually matters anymore is who has the idea who owns the patent the problem with patents are is that unless you can enforce them nobody gives a shit. that's the whole piracy problem which means that today you're really only limited by the fact that you can't build an apple computer yourself and that's why you need to buy it that's why apple makes money the second you can copy that laptop the value of their brand will fall like it, will fall, it will fall through the floor. Because there's no, no, unless you, of course, really go hard on branding and people actually are going to be honest and say that, no, I actually buy the thing for the brand. Because there are people who do that. Because it makes you feel important, I don't know why. But for the pragmatists among among us, we will never have to buy an Apple computer or a a Microsoft, like a PC, it doesn't matter. We will never have to buy goods because we can produce them ourselves. And then the only people who are gonna make any serious money are the people who produce the cylinder like the the materials we need for our printers and the people who come up with the ideas and if we in some weird universe could start tracking every single thing a 3d printer produces and then make sure that nobody's copying us well then maybe but in practice that's impossible because it's unless you redistribute things or resell them, which would be also pointless to resell the things that you are printing. I mean, in pi- the piracy world, at the very least, you could make some money from pirating because it wasn't available to everybody else. Well, with a 3D printer, that's a problem. Because if someone owns a 3D printer, they can use that printer to make more printers, and then you can give it away to all your friends and family. And all they have to do is to have the materials for the printer, and then they can pretty much build their entire life. Ooh, at the fraction of the cost it would cost to buy all of these things. So I think that that is the bottleneck because once that happens, once that, oh, if that ever gets to a point where this is feasible, then the only thing that matters anymore is how smart are you to and how good are you at designing, software and models and things that can be automated through these sorts of machines, because then we go full circle, then humans are practically redundant for everything except for assembling the thing maybe. And that is also, I mean, the car manufacturing companies and most manufacturing companies have the idea of automation in some fashion. So certain goods need to be assembled, but then it's also In my world just a matter of time before that gets automated too so what i want you to take away from this is that at the very least from my perspective the bottleneck for the real computer revolution if this isn't the computer revolution is going to be the manufacturing process Currently, we have automated intellectual property to the point where you can build an entire empire with a single laptop if you wanted to. It just comes down to the fact that we've already progressed that part so far that it's never been easier to learn and educate yourself and to get your information out there and get people interested in the information that you have. The one thing that you don't have today is the ability to produce goods and in an inefficient way. And if we solve that problem through something like a 3D printer or a similar sort of thing, then the only thing that limits you is the fact that you need the resource, like the wood or the metal or whatever, available to you so that the printer can actually do the work, and then you need to assemble the thing. And once that's done, well, then it's practically no, there's practically nothing in society from from society as it works today, apart from services, like, I mean, I'm pretty sure we're not gonna 3D print our way out of prostitution, but for the vast majority of society, people will not need to buy things. They will simply print things at the fraction of the cost it took to manufacture them for all these super big, large IT, uh, these giant uh, corporations. And that to me would be the true computer revolution because then the only thing that matters is do you have a computer because you need one to just survive in our society. And the second thing is, do you have the skills to actually use it? Have a great day.